Hello everybody and welcome back to the Charge Shot Games Cast. Each week, uh usually it's Ben and and the rest of us, but today it is me, Ben and Tyler. That's sounding confusing. I'm hosting is the point. <laughs> <laughs> and uh we talk about the games we've been playing, uh generally news, but it's pretty much just E3. We're in, we're like balls deep in E3 right now. Um so yeah, we're just going to go over our our E3 so far. Um and probably also some games we've been playing. So uh let's just kick it right off. Um Ben, what what if what what do you what do you what have you been up to? What do you want to talk about? Um how you feeling? Well, um I haven't really said anything publicly about what's happened. Um, I kind of, I, I, at this point, I don't know if I'm ready to say what happened. Um, but let's just say that a very horrible thing happened to me and my family last week. And, um, I'm not okay. I'm here. I'm better than I was a week ago, I think. Or at least I'm having a better day. Uh, sorry, I'm trying not to down this so hard. Um, it's just, it's not easy. Um, (laughs) and, uh, but, um, I basically haven't. Uh, been to work because of it. Um, uh, everybody around me has been super supportive, and I'll pro- I'll say what happened. It's nothing scandalous or anything. It's just um, hard to talk about. Um, but uh, in uh, in between that, well, last week we asked people to keep you in their thoughts. It's just you know we kind of kept it kept it general. We didn't want to. Thank you. Yeah, I listen. I listen. Yeah. I listen. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but one of the things my dad told me is like. Find something to distract yourself, son. So I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I, me and Thomas officially hit Hunter rank thirty in Monster Hunter Rise. Um, nice. Like I didn't think we would ever hit that, or at least I would ever hit that, just because like, oh, it's baby's first Monster Hunter game, <laughs> and I thought, okay, I already put seventy hours into the game. I think I got my money's worth, and I generally thought I did, and then I just keep. You know, I'm only playing it twice a week. Like, we're, I'm not doing it full, super optimization stuff. I don't have time for that. But I'm glad that I can enjoy the game into this late game stuff without having to be like, I need this particular drop. And, like, if it's if we go for it, it's nice. But, you know, maybe me and Thomas will, I will hunt a specific monster a couple of times. But we don't just, like, grind. You know, the most we'll grind for is money because everything, late anything high rank, in Monster Hunter Rise, it's mostly money. Materials usually aren't a problem. It's just getting the money for it. But there's a great YouTube video out there that shows like a really good route and what to look for and like how to get the most out of your get the most money within like ten minutes. So it's never a problem. Um, but yeah, uh, after you hit Hunter Rank Eight and even Hunter Rank like first is you hit Hunter Rank Seven. That's like the first milestone, and then it goes to twenty. And they just seem to like give it out like candy. Like I was twenty, and the next thing, once the cap unlocked, I was twenty-five, and then um, so on and so forth. Like I, all of a sudden, I was like thirty, or tw- like twenty-eight, twenty-nine, and like it just bumped us like crazy. Uh, but it's still a lot of fun, um, you know. Like there are even point. I think we're even Thomas and I joke about it, but. Like I think we're becoming actually somewhat decent in the game because we've done a couple of hunts where we don't die. Granted, we chug a lot of potions, but you know I don't. Hey, I'm not dying, so that's all that matters. 
Um, there was a cool instance. I haven't posted anything. I've posted a couple things to Twitter just to try to get some sense of normalcy back. But there's a clip I have on my Switch. Uh, we were hunting this new monster that I guess came out with the newer patch in like Mar either May. I think it has to be May. Uh, it was like this dragon ice monster. It was like the dra ice dragon. And we were hunting it, and we were like kind of just gathering resources, getting ready to fight it. And I stumble upon it, and all of a sudden it fights the titular monster, Magnamalo, which is like the big tiger with the purple armor stuff. And like all of a sudden they're like fighting in the air. Like Magnamalo is going after it, and like Magnamalo, like fucking Akuma dive kicks the dragon into the water, into the ground. Like, oh my, like <laughs> that. That stuff um, is some of the best parts of the game, like in terms of its visual appeal, where you'll just have two monsters, a monster just coming into another one's territory, and they'll just start mauling each other. Um, and you're just caught in the middle of it. Um, one of my favorite tactics I like to do is there's a there's a thing called a stink rat or something. It's like a little more, a little like helper you can find on the island. It's just an item. Um, you can put that on you, and it basically attracts a monster to you. So if you put it on, you go next to a monster. They'll basically follow you for like a good set amount of time. So I like to do that to basically lure them to where the monster we're hunting, and then we basically make them. We usually mostly use it to weak, not just weaken our monster, but then have them drop resources themselves. Because when you ride monsters and you like hit them with the other monster with another monster, um, they'll drop resources. So it's a great way to like just get stuff, extra stuff. So, um, but like there was one instance I was playing where. There was a um, a rat. I was, I was I was fighting this something. Uh, I, I can't remember. What I was fighting. These two were fighting, and then Rathalos comes in at it off from the background, just starts shooting fireballs at both of them. It is it is nuts. Um, and <laughs> Thomas, I think he's working on his big sword. I mean, I like I got a new cool uh, cool sword. We fought the uh, Elder Dragon Camellios. He was really, I think he was like the first DLC um, or update monster. Like he's like. Uh, reptile, chameleon, you know. It was really cool. Um, he actually turns invisible and, like, the area around him will get, like, misty, so it's hard to see him. But overall, pretty good, pretty cool fight. Um, yeah. Uh, and also, Thomas and I, we technically defeated, like, fought two of the, the, the boss monsters, which, uh, it's, it's one's a rampage against this wind monster called Ibushi. Uh, it's this big gnarly dragon cool like Shin Godzilla-esque mouth um, and it's a rampage against it and Thomas got like this cool like uh, chess piece and then we fought it's after that the next one is, I guess it's, it's it's beloved it's it's wife which is Narwa which is a lightning version of it and I got the chess piece of that so like me and him were in the lobby together and like hey is that so we were like wearing the opposites of the god of the monsters we just hunted. You don't kill them; they run away before anything happens. But um, it, it was kind of cool. So now we're kind of matching in that way. Um, yeah, game is so fun. Like it, it's it's fun to just play with Thomas for two hours. Sometimes we go three hours. Um, you know, it's it's such a god. It's just such a fun game. And unfortunately, as we'll talk about later, the Monster Hunter update that they talked about today wasn't really substantial but i know they got some stuff cooking that I'll, we'll see later so the game's still going to be great um as for anything else um i 
I probably shouldn't have played it because of how it looked, but I finished Blasphemous because I couldn't sleep one night. And I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to beat this game. Or I'm going to try to get through as much as I can. Because I felt like I was an endgame. I did encounter the um, the Bloodstained character, Miriam. I found her area. I don't. I didn't do oh. it because I just like I don't. Oh, you said blasphemous. For some reason, I was thinking indivisible. Oh, uh, <laughs> completely different yo, game. Very, very completely different. Very different game. Um, yeah, it was it was fine. Um, I don't think the game is as hard as it looks to be. Sometimes it can be a little, a little like a little overwhelming. But like considering what I've played over the years, it's nothing anybody, nothing anybody sees and can't handle. Um, I beat the boss, and I think I got like the I got like a I got a ending, so there's a good ending I could have gotten, but I don't know how any of that works. But I generally, I I looked up a guide, and I was like, because I was trying to figure out, well, how do where do I go next? And I, I was like, oh, I was I just didn't go in that room. That's all I didn't do, so I just wasn't being observant. Um, but it's it's generally a cool game. I think it, I think it's the more I played it, the more I kind of like thought it was okay. From a combat standpoint, it's very simplistic. I think the art style carries it a lot. Um, but uh, after that, I don't know what possessed me. Because like, I've been playing a lot of RPGs lately. Um, you know, Mass Effect on stream, Indivisible is technically an RPG. Uh, Grandia, of course, Storm Trigger. And I love RPGs, but like I was in the mood to play a platformer. And I didn't know what kind. So I said, you know, I haven't played this game since launch. And maybe a little bit after that to, co- to collect more stuff. But I popped in um, Mario Odyssey, uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Don't know why. I'm, who knows? Maybe Nintendo's going to announce Super Mario Odyssey two tomorrow. Um, uh, <laughs> but I don't think they will. But I, I just wanted to brush through it, not do a lot of moon stuff, and just beat the story. And I beat it in like it's not that when you if you just brush through it, it's a really short game. But that's not the point. I still found it even how fast I was doing it. I still found it super fun to like grab random moons and capture all the different minions and try to remember stuff from 2017. I, I may have played it in 2018. M- you know, I don't think I played it again in 2019, but just how super solid it feels um, in terms of that and in terms of the boss fight stuff. And I think I did. I, I completed the um, the Cap Kingdom, so I like did got every single um, moon. Uh, on there, so I don't know if I'll do that for the other kingdoms, but we'll see. I did it, uh, but uh, that that game is still is still really fun. Um, outside of that, that's the, oh, uh, last thing um, I'll talk about is I I was like, well, I beat Blasphemous, so what do I start next? I just needed something to occupy myself because I really wasn't in the mood to watch anything until yesterday, and even that was very loosely. Uh, I started up Blaster Master Zero because I know Blaster Master Zero Three is coming out next month. Um, so I was like, "Well, I've I've had this for a while, so I've beaten the first. I beat the first one a, about a year ago, um, and I really like it so far. Um, it definitely it definitely feels bigger than the first game. It's in outer space. You got different planetoids you can go to. Um, you can tell they upped a lot of the sound stuff. And a lot of the boss fights are like." You're fighting against gigantic versions. They're, any, they're not any harder than what you fought in the previous game. Because all the bosses in the uh, first game, you're pretty much in that Zelda top-down stuff, which is fine. They were they were good. And there's still some of that here too, but most of the bosses there's there's more bosses when you're in the car, and it feels a lot more epic in scale. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how long this game is. I suspect it's not it's not super long like the first one. I'm trying to 100% it just because Inti Creates loves to hide true endings behind 100%. As much <laughs> as I despise that, they do. Um, so we'll see if I do that. Um, so far, I think I'm on track. I think you basically just have, to have all the upgrades, all the items, all that stuff. And luckily, in each area, it gives you like, a, okay, here's everything in this area. Go for it. And then if, if you know you haven't gotten something, if it's not checked off. So I, I like that. Um, I haven't seen anything on Blastmaster Zero Three outside of like the, the thing, but I just know I want to get myself ready for it. And I was playing it on my TV and... God, I've just been appreciating HD Rumble a lot lately with both Monster Hunter and this. Because whenever you descend on a planet, you can feel the engine kind of rumbling in it. It, it throttles in a good way. It, it feels really cool. Um, I kind of wish there was a mode where you're flying in space. But, you know, maybe who knows? Maybe in the third game there will be. But th- I don't know. I haven't seen the trailer. Probably more of the same gameplay. But, uh, yeah, if you haven't played Blaster Master Zero 1 um, or 2 or the upcoming 3, uh, I think the first one is like 10 bucks the second one's 11 bucks and the next one will be 15 dollars or they're doing a physical edition for 60 which i think that might be too much considering how much they were and that's you're probably paying for more the the cartridge more than anything else um but they're there they're they're really good they're really fun games um but yeah that that's yeah no fighting games no i i i i was gonna buy guilty gear and then everything happened and then i just I've been hovering it on Steam, and I just haven't pulled the trigger, and I don't know why, but... Uh, we played some Smash Bros. That's a fighting game. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. That was on that <laughs> was on the day of what... of. No, I know. I just... That was... It was it was fun to play Smash again. Um, we had some good matches. Yeah, they were they were fun. Um, it was, that was probably the best distraction I had that week. Um, good. But, uh, yeah, that, that's it for me. Uh, I, like, for the most part, I've been unfortunately sleeping. Um, but I'll pass it along. Yeah. All right. Ty? Um, unfortunately, uh, recently at my new job, I've been adjusting to, like, uh, late night hours, so Mm -hmm. I haven't really gotten a chance to play a bunch of new games this week. Um, for one thing, I haven't really touched, uh, Digimon Story at all this week, uh, so that's kind of surprising, even though I'm super close to the end of the game already. And, Don't uh, you have it on Switch? Yeah, I have it on Switch, but uh, I was playing it on the PC, uh, mm. just just cause you know. Gotcha. I figured you were taking it to work for like lunch breaks and stuff. But yeah, even then, I only have like a half hour to like play it, and I wouldn't get much mileage out of it. Uh, and I'd be over it for like at least a few more weeks. But yeah, I haven't really touched that this week. Uh, what I have played this week, though, is. Uh, I got my hands on uh, Guilty Gear Strive a few days ago, and uh, I've been uh, slowly and steadily learning uh, how that game works, because it's way different than any Guilty Gear game before it. Well, not drastically. Uh, graphically, it's still similar, and uh, all, the, all the buttons are there. Uh, high slash, low slash, uh, punch and kick, and dust. But dust works... Dust attacks work way differently than it does in any other Guilty Gear game. Like, in any in the older games, uh, dust attacks are pretty much like a dedicated launcher, where uh, if you connect it, then uh, it launches the opponent upward, and you can get a combo afterwards. Dust in this game 
feels way different because it doesn't launch them upward immediately. Uh, there's a new mechanic they added where uh, if you uh, do a strong attack uh, on the borders of the screen, it knocks them out of the screen, uh, kind of like a Terry stage in uh, Smash Ultimate. And uh, it takes and it stage transitions to another part of the stage. And the only way you're going to get dust combos off is by uh, knocking them off of uh, the left or right side of the screen. Which is kind of weird, but it's nothing I'm going to lose sleep over. Another thing they changed is that uh, grabs are normally done by uh, doing either a command grab or by uh, pressing forward and uh, high slash. In this one, uh, it's forward and dust, which is also weird. But, you know, it's something that you can get used to. Um... yeah, I've been getting through a tutorial. I played a bit of the story mode, but uh, I guess I haven't since I haven't upgraded my uh, PC graphics card yet. Um, there are some missing graphics in the story mode. Like uh, I was going through the first cutscene and uh, everything was all foggy, and I assumed that was because uh, the first cutscene takes place in like a white ambient room, right? So I figured that was part of the game, but. I go into a later scene where it's supposed to be in like a bright, in like a decently lit room, and the fog filter is still there. And in some instances, uh, graphics are completely missing. Like, it's just all black, but the subtitles appear anyway, because I have the language setting in the Japanese. So yeah, that was weird. After the first chapter, I kind of quit out of it, because I actually want to play the game. You don't fight in story mode, which is... The same thing for Exard. So, so it's just yeah. story? Yeah, it's just story. Uh, you just watch hmm. the cutscenes. Uh, they also did that for uh, a few Blaze Blue games as well, uh, which is also made by Arc System Works. Weird. But, uh, yeah, it is kind of weird. Um, I tried out a few characters. Uh, I cleared the arcade mode for uh, Soul Bad Guy, the main character of the game. Um, anime Freddy Mercury, of course. Uh, yeah, that was fun to go through. Uh, all his, a lot of his moves are still familiar. Uh, he still has uh, the volcanic viper, the uppercut, uh, the gun flame, all that stuff. He still, he's still basic rushdown dude. Uh, really fun to play with. His arcade run uh, was pretty interesting because at the very end, you fight against uh, newcomer Nagaruki. Uh, who is basically an African samurai vampire man. And uh, his gameplay style is pretty weird. Uh, basically, he uses his big fuck-off samurai sword to slash you and fill up a blood meter. And normally, if this blood meter fills up, it puts him in a berserker state, and uh, after a bit of time, it drains half of his health. But you fight him as a final boss in the arcade mode, and he is basically super mode. Like, his blood mechanic uh, feels way stronger than normal. And uh, he doesn't lose health at all when he gets out of his berserker state. It's kind of frustrating. But if you're playing arcade, uh, Souls Arcade mode, I, and I've uh, also played it as a newcomer Giovanna to compare it. Uh, at the end of Souls campaign, Kai teams up with you and you fight him at the same time, which is pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, he's completely, uh, AI-controlled. It's kind of like, uh, 
Uh, what's that special fight in Street Fighter Alpha 3 where Ken and Ryu can fight against uh, Super Bison? Dramatic battle. Uh, yeah, dramatic battle. It was kind of like that. Uh, and uh, yeah, that fight was pretty fun, uh, even though I lost to it twice because Super Nago is pretty cheap, all things considered. His damage output is ridiculous. But uh, yeah, uh, I also tried out a bit of Milia Rage because she is awesome. I love Milia. And I also uh, tried my hand with uh, the newcomer, Giovanna, who is also really cool. Uh, basically, her gimmick is that she uh, uses, like, uh, kicks as her uh, main form of attack. She doesn't use a weapon. The closest she has is uh, her pet wolf um, that pretty much acts as, like, an extension of herself. It's kind of cute. And... Um, Whenever she, uh, and her wind pose is pretty much just have the wolf act like a dog. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's all fine and dandy. Uh, she's been pretty fun. I'm, I want to learn more about this game. Uh, and I just, and I can't wait to get into online matches whenever I can, because I still feel like I'm going to get bodied if oh, I yeah. uh, go on with the current skill level I You're have. You're going to run into May, May, Soul, Ramlethal, May. Dolphin City. Mostly May. She's apparently she's the best character in the game right now. And yeah, apparently yeah. May is super fucking busted because her dolphin game is incredibly. Oh Which my is God. weird because that's a yeah the stuff I've seen. That's on a charge unless they changed it. It was a charge move in Revelator Two. So like I liked her just because she used dolphins to whoop your ass. So I don't. I I kind of I kind of want to play somebody if I do buy the game. Um, I probably will. I just don't know when. It'll probably be. Yeah. I'll probably play somebody else. Giovanna looks cool. Um, yeah. But um, you know, I think I'm still paranoid that my yeah. PC can't run it, even though I know it probably can run <laughs> it, no problem. I think it's still like, hmm, I don't know. Just update your graphics card, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that was only for story yeah. mode and like a couple stages. Uh, but that was only because in those two particular stages, there's a lot going on. Yeah, and I'm not, that might not and, even be uh, a graphics card issue. That might just be like an Arc System Works thing. They have to have something on their end. Who knows? Probably like. But uh, yeah, other than that, Game Run's fine. It's fun. I'm enjoying myself. And um, that's pretty much it. The only other thing I've been playing is I've been playing Fire Emblem Three Houses on stream. And uh, that's always fun to revisit. I... Uh, this is probably my fourth time playing through the game. The first time actually doing it for the internets. <laughs> and, of course, I went for the Golden Deer House as my uh, starting house. Because they're the best boys. And, uh, yeah, I've been having fun uh, revisiting that game. Uh, I'm still figuring... I'm still refiguring out uh, what classes I want to make everyone. Um, but, yeah... You, are you done? Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. I, I had a bit of a brain fart there. I was trying to think of how to restructure that, se- that next sentence. <laughs> okay. It happens just, sometimes. Just checking. Uh, I'm I'm not having a stroke, I swear. Uh, but yeah, uh, the, best, the best unit I have so far is Hilda. She pretty much just swarms through everyone. Just, uh, just goes full ham with uh, her axe and lance. Like, it's crit city with her, and I'm not even three hours in. Like, it's ridiculous. 
But yeah, that's all I've been doing so yeah, far. See, that's why when I played it, I don't like recruiting other. I think when I don't want to recruit other kids, I feel like that makes the game too easy, and the game's already easy enough. So I, I just go yeah. with the base roster. Like again, the only character I recruited was um, um, God, Dorothea, just because she looks cute. Um, yeah, <laughs> Dorothy is the best. That, that's it. Even though. She is pure waifu material. Yeah, I, need, I should start up another playthrough, but that's another RPG I shouldn't be playing at this point. Yeah, hmm. right. Alright, um, so... I guess we're on to me. Um, I hope my audio sounds okay. Gimli's being really cute, so I'm not gonna move. Um, yeah, you! You're cute! Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Now you're gonna leave? Is that how we are? You got your you got your positive affirmation, and now you're done. Cool. Anyway, that's how cats work. Yep. So I've been playing Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, uh, but bear with me for a second. I'm going to get to that. Um, I. Hold on. I wanted to do that so you could cut out the the movement sound. Yeah. Um, I. Uh. Still have my PS3 connected. I beat all the Ratchet and Clank games, but I started uh, the first God of War game. Ooh. Um, for no particular reason. Um, I'm definitely not doing a video on those games next or anything. Um, uh. That was that, that was sarcasm. Ooh. <laughs> I can pick up on sarcasm. Apparently, I'm an expert at it. <laughs> um. I haven't, like, officially announced it yet, so that's why I said that. But, uh, yeah, I thought I had played, like, every, every, I should, like, every God of War game. Because um, I vividly remember two. Like, I played through that a lot. And I swore I played one before that, but, like, the beginning of this game is has no memory for me. Um, so, I don't know. It's a little rough. Yeah. Like... I mean, it's it's a you know it's a first game in a series, but it, it it's a little rough. Yeah, uh, <laughs> after you fight against the Hydra in the prologue, uh, it just kind of like drags its feet until uh, you reach the end of uh, Pandora's Tower. I mean, I haven't really even been enjoying the Hydra stuff. Oh, yeah, like I I don't like the more like confined. Uh, um. Like, linear sections, which I know the whole games are linear, but, like, I like where you have a sense of multiple paths, um, and there's just a, you know, a clear one you have to go down, where it's, like, you're exploring, like, a a series of ruins, for example, and, um, there's, like, three paths in front of you, and there's only one you can actually go down, but, like, you come back to that central hub and go down the other paths, too, you know? Like, they all kind of have those moments, and, like, yeah. I like that stuff more because it's, like, it it has that scale to it. Whereas this is, like, okay, I'm on a ship. I gotta figure out how to navigate through the the underground of this ship to get across the bow onto the next ship. And it's just, like, it's very, yeah, like, corridor heavy. Yeah, is the most awkward thing ever because... Uh, Kratos' feet don't automatically magnetize to the poles the way you want them to. Mm -mm. And uh, if you're a hair off, you just fall off and die. Like, it's infuriating. Yeah. There's some rough stuff there. And I'm, you know, I'm giving it a pass because it's the first game. 
But, like, I genuinely haven't remembered anything yet. So I don't know what's up. But I didn't play very much of it. Um, it's just I beat all the Ratchet and Clank games. And I was like, you know what? I'll go ahead and start recording this. Why not? Uh, get a head start on the next stuff. Um, so I, I basically, I just got to, like, close to where you fight the Hydra. Like, the final Hydra fight, I mean. Yeah. Um, I got, like, the Poseidon ability or whatever that, like, electrocutes yeah, things. Yeah, that's... That's that a good, good one. one. Yeah, it's it's a pretty cool ability, but I'm not enjoying the section. Um, and then I briefly started the uh, Final Fantasy VII Intergrade uh, episode intermission. That's friggin' title. Uh, the yeah, Yuffie right. episode. <laughs> and I really like playing as her. Like... She's a lot of fun. I'm I'm not a big fan of the more like action focused combat in the Final Fantasy VII remake in general. Um, but something about like her the way she fights is really satisfying, and I kept forgetting I had abilities. I was just like I was enjoying the button mashing of it all. Yeah, she has flippy dippy ninja shit. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, I haven't met Sonon yet. I'm still pretty early. I basically just like I think I tracked like forty minutes or something before uh my stream on thursday and um yeah i just kind of wanted to get a feel for it because i knew ratchet and clank was coming out on friday so i was like this is the one day before i can play ratchet and clank let's play some final fantasy 7 um and it's cool like i did the um the tutorial for the mount what's that what's the mini game thing called uh, it's not Mount Gag, is it? Uh, no. Fort Condor. Fort Condor, thank you. Um, and that was kind of cool. Like, it's actually, it's a lot more similar to what it was in the original game than I thought it was. Sorry, I have, like, cat hair all over my face. It's... Uh, no worries. Um, it comes to the territory. Yeah, I know. I'm just, like, I hate it when they get on me during the podcast because I'm just, like, picking at my face the whole time. Yay. Um, but... I thought it was, like, it looked like it was drastically retooled, but it's kind of just a more, like, zoomed-in, like, sort of over-the-shoulder version of what you have in the original game. Um, Because it's still, like, it's kind of got that, you know, that Fire Emblem tree of, like, attackers are good against defenders and, uh, or, sorry, defenders are good against attackers and aerials are good against defenders, I think, and then... Attackers are good against aerials. I don't know. It's a triangle, is the point. Yeah. Um, and, like, as your ATB fills, you can uh, you can put, like, however many points toward another troop to send out. Uh, really, the main addition is the materia. And those are, like, one-time use things. So it's neat, but, like, it's fairly insubstantial. Um, but, yeah. I like Yuffie. She's really charming. And I like the way she plays. So I'm excited to play more of it, but I have I have a mission with uh, with Ratchet and Clank first. Um, but, again, before that, um, my friend and I beat Ocarina of Time online on stream last yeah. week. That was a lot of fun. Um, the end of the game actually went pretty smoothly. We had a few little quirks with the Spirit Temple where, um, like, one of us would finish a puzzle and, like, the door wouldn't open. Or, uh, like, you know, you'll light into a room to do the mirror shield thing, and it would only let light in for one of us. 
So it's like, just go ahead and finish it. Like, it's fine. I'll, I'll wait. And then the big issue was, um, oh, for those that don't know, Ocarina of Time Online is like something you can do multiplayer. So it's basically a multiplayer mod for Ocarina of Time. And it's really weird and cool, but it's not perfect either. Um, oh, yeah. So the Ganondorf fight. You do everything in Ganon's tower. You know, you finish each section of it and then you climb the tower, fight Ganondorf. And it's supposed to be that, you know, you're on this this high platform and, like, the tiles drop down to the lower area where there's, like, pots that have, like, life and... Or, I think it's arrows and magic, not life. Um, for some reason, I don't know if it's, like, an instanced thing where, like, the, you know, the stuff is set for all players and so, like, it doesn't replenish. But the pots didn't replenish. Wow. At, at the bottom of the fight. Um, so realistically, you're expected to do the entire fight with only the magic and arrows you go into the fight with. Which is yeah, very hard. Really yeah. It's really hard. Any, I think it's probably doable, but it's very hard when you're using light arrows that take like a quarter of your magic bar. Um, so we went to get the, uh, the extended magic bar before doing the fight. It didn't work. <laughs> Went to the Great wow. Fairy. She's like, I can help you expand your magic. Bar stayed the same. Fairy's gone. Whoops. Can't try again. So there just was no increased magic bar. So you're saying that she couldn't get it up? Yes. Yeah, she could. <laughs> she she wasn't able to extend us. Um, That's sad. I know, right? I mean, the Great Fairy in Ocarina of Time, like, was a sexual awakening for a lot of kids. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, so we tried to do the Ganon fight, and it just was not, it wasn't working. Uh, we both kept dying, and there was you no pots. You beat him at tennis? No. Um, like, I, I, I was trying to do the bottle thing to kind of, like, have some fun with it, but it just, it wasn't worth it. It was, a, it was a nightmare. Yeah, um, it has a shorter hitbox than the Master Sword does, as weird as it sounds. Yeah, and th then when you, you know, can't heal or recover magic or anything, like, you got to just take it seriously. Um, so the way we kind of hacked the system was, um, I was already about halfway done with him, and my friend died on the fight. So, you know, he got teleported back to, like, the, the beginning of Ganon's Tower or whatever. So he bolted and went to Kakariko Village... And just sat in the item shop and bought uh, red or green potions, depending on what I needed at any given time. Uh, because, like, your item status sinks. So consumables, like rupees, arrows, things like that, don't sink. So I, I only had a set number of arrows. Like, that I had to be careful with. Um, but, like, for some reason, the status of bottles, like, whether they're empty or have fairies or whatever, is synced. So... If I used a bottle and then he bought a potion, it would fill my empty bottle. <laughs> wow. Um, so we were able to constantly refill them with life and magic. And I just kind of cheesed the fight. Um, I think I had like three arrows left at the end. It was very close. But we beat Ganondorf. And then he just, he just stayed in the shop, didn't bother coming back. And I finished out the game by myself with him, you know buying more potions for the final Ganon fight. And, like, it worked. It was actually kind of cool. Like, it was a unique yeah. thing. You know, I'll never beat that game the same way again. 
Um, but yeah, it, it, it was kind of cool. Um, so that was that was really neat. Uh, and then I'm going to uh, after E3, I'm going to start up the Final Fantasy VII remake on stream, or start up, I should say, like redo uh, with the PS5 version. So that's why I wasn't too like torn up over the Yuffie stuff because I might just do that like with the stream. Um, I just kind of wanted to get a feel for it beforehand, but yeah. Now, uh, also that game is very pretty on PS5. Um, now, oh, no, I haven't played it yet. You gotta they fix the door. It's download. It's it's still downloading on my PS5 because oh, it's trash. Wow. Um, I did. I'll, I'll talk about it later. But I did try to play the um, the demo of. Final Fantasy Origins, and it's still corrupted. No, like, it no. won't work. Wow. Like, a day later, it's they still haven't fixed it. It still can't load up the dude bros. Yeah. You can't <sighs> punch chaos in the face when you can't download the game. Right? The demo is chaos itself, and we can't beat it. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's good. But yeah, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart is amazing so far. Um, not perfect. Like, as I've said in my videos, none of these Ratchet & Clank games are perfect. But, like, this is the closest to, like, what I wanted the whole time. Because, whereas the others kind of, like, picked and chose, like, what elements to use and what to drop. This one pretty much expands on everything that came before it. So, basically, every mechanic from past games is here. In some form. Um, and then there's also new stuff. So, like, you know, your weapon upgrades. There's five levels of upgrades, and you have, like, the Rarutanium system is in place again. And it's great. Um, the weapons themselves are, like, a mix of new ones and, you know, classics from past games. Uh, the story acknowledges literally everything from the past. And I'm really glad I played through all seven of them before I started, because there's some great, like, callbacks that, you know, is, is clear fan service. You don't need to understand it or anything. But, like, it's great to have that fresh knowledge. Um, yeah, I know, right? Atomic shot, wink, wink. Yeah, exactly. It's it's given me that fresh perspective um, on things that I wouldn't have appreciated otherwise. And there's a lot of heart to it. Like, it's, you know, you could call it a baby game for babies. But, like, knowing these characters so well and, like, having that history with them, like, there's some really heartfelt moments. Um with, like, Ratchet and Clank being kind of, you know, separated and, and the adventures they're going on and trying to find each other again. Like, it's really cool. Um, and, yeah, I mean, a lot of the gadgets are back and better than ever. Like, Is Mr. I, Zircon back? Yes. He's not a weapon. Um, the Zircon stuff is actually really fun. Yeah. Uh, so there is a planet called Zerkis, which is, of like, course. the battle arena planet of this game. And uh, it has a, a bar um, that hosts the battle arena. And Mr. Zircon basically is the bartender. But nice. he has turned over a new leaf and become a pacifist. So his, wow. bar does, his bar doesn't allow any kind of violence. You have to take it to the arena for that. Um, so Mr. Zircon like steps in and he's like, hey, no fighting in Zerkis. <laughs> it's great. And then Mrs. Zircon is the new weapons vendor. And Zircon Jr. runs the battle arena. So, nice. like, 
the lore is insane. Um, and like, because it's missing with, you know, alternate dimensions and stuff, like there's fun takes on, on different characters from the past. Um, like more competent versions of, you know, the doofuses and things like that. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much. Like this Zircon stuff is just a fun anecdote, but I'm, I don't yeah. want to spoil too much. Um, and the main problem I have is they completely like retooled all the controls. So like going in fresh, not a problem. It all makes sense. But having played seven games where the controls are pretty much set with like all of them, um, now like the firing button moved from R1 to R2. So you can have the, you know, the PS5 feedback. Yeah. Um, and I cannot get used to that. But R1 is like the new hover boots. So like I will just jet straight into enemies instead of shooting them by accident. Wow. <laughs> um and like you're uh you're always strafing. So like whenever enemies are nearby, you kind of automatically go into like combat mode, which is great. And like you automatically kind of strafe and you can still hit like L2 to go into an aiming mode, but your normal aiming reticle shows up just whenever enemies are nearby. You don't have to hit a button to like, you know, go into strafe or whatever. So like the way it uses the controller makes a lot more sense. And um a lot of the weapons have like an alt fire mode where you can um you can push the R2 button in like halfway to do one thing and then push it down all the way like through the tension to do the other thing. Kind of like, you know, the old GameCube controller uh with with Flood and Mario Sunshine is the main example I think of. Um, and it's really cool. Like that mechanic is so well done. Granted, a lot of the weapons don't really use it. Like for most of them, it's like holding it down part way just shows up like the um, the the aiming arc for like a lobbed weapon or something, and then um, pushing it down throws the the bomb or whatever. But my favorite weapon is like a charged um, a charged shot. I'll, I'll just I'll just say it. Yeah. It's it's a charge shot. Um and if you hold it down halfway, it charges and holds the charge. And then when you push it down all the way, it shoots the beam. Hmm. So if you just push it down all the way, it'll still charge and shoot automatically, but you can also just like hold the charge indefinitely while you strafe around and aim. Like it's a it's just a, it's a subtle thing, but it works so well. Um it's those little quality of life things they've done to the game. But the planets are a lot bigger and more open, obviously PS5 power, and they have like kind of little optional um, like rift dimensions that are just kind of like small uh, platforming challenges to get, you know, optional upgrades and things like that. Like you can get a bunch of different uh, customizable body parts, like costumes basically, um, or, you know, the gold bolts or um, info box, things like that. And these little platforming sections kind of remind me of the uh, the things in Mario Sunshine, where like you know it pulls you in and you just do like a normal like Mario platforming section without flood. Yeah, I was flood. just gonna bring that up actually. Yeah, it's a lot like that. Where I mean, like you have your full ability set and everything, but they're just kind of little micro challenges um, that like test your different platforming abilities. Four of the platforms. Uh, like I posted a picture on Twitter of one. That was like it's just a, it's a field of uh, explosive blocks, and like you're supposed to basically just do like some quick platforming jumps, 
you know, before the the platforms you're standing on explode. But it reminded me of like a yeah, it reminded me of Crash Bandicoot level, um, and kind of an amusing like three D way. Um, but they're all extremely unique and great, and I love them. Um, and then there's just a lot of gameplay variety because um, Ratchet and Rivet play fairly similar. Like the weapons you get as one carry over to the other. The like you know new abilities you get as one carry over to the other. But they do have their own kind of uniqueness because. Rivet travels with Clank, so, um, like, the, you know, the Clank missions from past games, like, you do those with Rivet. Um, whereas Ratchet has kind of a new little, like, uh, like, USB spider bot thingy that can be, like, jacked into glitching, uh, interfaces and stuff, and it goes into, like, a, you know, you have to kill all the viruses and clear out the, um, the corruption in order to use this, this terminal um and like Ratchet has his wrench and Rivet has a hammer, so they kind of use those and like to, to interact with different elements of the worlds and they also go to different planets. So like they kind of split up the, the adventure. Like when you're on the screen, you choose which planet you go to, and depending on which one you go to, depends on which character you're gonna play as. Because as so far at least they haven't overlapped. Like, you don't have both Lombaxes on the same planet at any time. Again, so far. Um, and every planet's very visually unique, has its own kind of quirk, like, gimmicks to it. Like, the one I'm on now, you are actively swapping between two different, uh, like, dimensions um, to make progress. So, like, you'll go to one that's, like, low gravity and, like, torn apart uh, to be able to jump, you know, over gaps that are, like, walls in the other dimension or whatever and then you'll go back to the other dimension where it's like lived in and like there's people <laughs> um so it's like in one dimension i guess this planet's been destroyed and the other dimension it's still populated and like thriving um and you have to hop back and forth between them and figure out like what happened here in the other dimension so there's really cool stuff i don't know i love this game um it's very like Knowing the stuff that's coming out the rest of the year, it's very likely going to be my game of the year. I'm calling it now. Um, Ooh, that's bold. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, like, some of the platforming is still kind of jank. Um, like, some of the, the dashing and, like, uh, collision detection and things like that is, aren't perfect. But it's just so charming and fun to play. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but that's pretty much it. Um, I mean, you know, Ratchet and Clank's been my main thing. I'm trying to not necessarily burn through it, but I want to play it once for myself. And then, like, when I do the, like, New Game Plus uh, challenge mode or whatever it's called, um, to, like, clear everything up and get the platinum, then I'll record that one. So, I gotta play through the game twice before I review it. I'm trying to kind of burn through it, so I'm not playing much else. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm hosting this show. Uh, so... That being said, uh, we are going to just kind of seamlessly transition into some E3 chats on what we've thought of the show so far. I was going to say the show floor, but it's digital only. So yeah, just the individual conferences. Um, so, so far we've had Microsoft, Ubisoft, uh, Square Soft. <laughs> so many um, softs. They're not, they're not soft anymore, but... 
I thought it was funny. And and then like a bunch of indie ones, like there was some uh there was a Devolver Digital conference that I didn't actually watch. Um there was just like an indie showcase that was kinda cool. And Capcom. Um Yeah. And then I was trying to think if there's any other big names that were WB had a yeah. thing. Uh WB it was just back to blood. Back but, for blood, that was all. Yeah, it was just back for blood. They didn't show anything yeah. else, which was kinda weird. Um and then today we had a bunch of smaller conferences really the only one worthwhile was capcom and even it was pretty lackluster. if you want a if you yeah. want a good laugh go watch the intellivision one and just to see a mockery <laughs> of like oh god yeah just yeah yeah develop yeah i saw verizon kicked it off today and i was like i, I don't care about anything yeah. today <laughs> this is an off day today yeah fuck this i'm gonna go get groceries Right. Um, but yeah, so what what have we thought of E3 this year so far? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> this has been kind of rough. Uh, I imagine it's because of uh, the whole, we're still trying to recover from the pandemic, so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, most of the conferences that uh, we've seen so far have been pretty blood. There hasn't been anything super hyped that's come up yet like uh, probably the closest thing we got was uh, in squares conference uh, there was an announcement for uh, final fantasies one through six all six teams uh, pick uh, remastered but it's only coming for mobile and steam like, and they're quote-unquote pixel perfect remasters whatever that means yes. there's a um and, image on rpg site on twitter that has a side-by-side comparison for some of them, and they basically look like slightly nicer versions to the NES versions. They look better than the washed-out ones from the previous mobile games. So they look better than that, but they don't look as good as the PSP ones, which I think are the best ones, which only only 1, 2, and 4 got. I think 3 got a PSP remake, but I don't. Not in America. At least. It did. Not in America, at least. It never came over here. No, we got it on PSP. We even got that version on PC. Oh, okay. Hmm. I imagine they wanted, like, a visual consistency between them all, and since they haven't all gotten that, like, you know, nice 2D remake, because we've gotten, like, 3D remakes of a few, we've gotten the mobile remakes of a few, like, it's been very inconsistent. So they probably yeah. just wanted all six looking exactly the same, you know, kind of, like, updating their original yeah. art. Uh, but yeah. Because some of those games like look very pixely and chunky now because they're not on a CRT TV where that art made sense. So it's just kind of cleaning it up a little bit, making it look better on like modern devices, like you know high def screens or whatever. But the weird choice is that it's only on mobile and yeah, Steam. yeah. That's just on looks though. Uh, how they play. Uh, if they're going with the original NES uh, for uh, the first three games, who boy! Uh, if you have not played the original Final Fantasy on Nintendo, half the game does not work. Like uh, Ninja classes, I think uh, they'll comple- the Thief class is completely worthless. I think they'll go with the modern. I mean, I even think like the modern ports. I think they'll go with that stuff. That's probably the more recent stuff they have. I don't think they're going to use the NES, their original versions, they'll probably use the quality of life selections from the... Yeah, hopefully they'll use the Wonderswan or PlayStation versions for uh, this uh, HD enhancement. 
Yeah. Otherwise, it'll be complete. Yeah, PSP bust. version of I don't know. To me, like pixel perfect means like retaining the original of the like attaining uh, uh, maintaining the original style of those games. Yeah. So like you know NES SNES versions just looking nicer. Yeah. yeah. But I might be wrong. Again, there, we got no there's a tweet out there RPG site that kind of has comparisons for them. Um, uh, uh, that shows them, um, and there's even like on the on the screen that brief screen, you can see a menu. I think it's from Final Fantasy One, a battle screen uh, of the new sprites and the older ones. So they basically just look just high def NES sprites, which is nice. They don't look like washed out like the um, like the mobile version. So uh, I just I think I think I can share that capacity. Like I don't know why it didn't say. PC, mobile, and Switch. I feel like okay, not co- I, it should be on also on, on Xbox and PlayStation Four Five. I I don't understand yeah the mindset. That's what I don't get. Like yeah, I mean they should have spent more than thirty seconds on that yeah. reveal. Like that's that's huge. People have been wanting really? that for a long time. Um, and who knows? Maybe they are going to come to Switch at some point. I don't know why it can't just be you know, a universal thing. That's that's the question, but I mean, I know it kind of kills the hopes for any final. I mean, like, I mean, it, it, they could still remake Final Fantasy VI in that Octopath style. Dragon Quest Three got a mobile port years ago, and now it's getting a Dragon Qu- uh, Octopath style remake. So you never know. Um, I don't think mo- I don't honestly. I only think only four, five, and six that any the SNES games are worth Octopath style remake because one through three are kind of like one's too simple two is i think a little bit more complicated but its system is overall not it's the weirdest one out of all of them two's bad three is just like a lesser version of five so i would say just remaster the super nintendo trilogy but you know as long as it's not three has some neat stuff but the 3d remake on ds is already great yeah yeah and you can get that version on steam as well right yeah so it doesn't need the treatment. Where, yeah, I agree with Five. Like that's kind of the underdog of the series, and I mean the story's kind of meh, but it's still a solid yeah. game. Well, I yeah. mean, if, if we're gonna pick, did you know that? Did you know that Five was supposed to be the original Final Fantasy IV, and that it was supposed to be on Nintendo? No. Uh. Yeah, there's a uh, some call me Johnny, one of uh, my favorite internet reviewers. Uh, brought that up uh he recently did a video on final fantasy 4 and he brought up the fact that uh they were 80 percent done with making final fantasy 4 for nintendo and then they're like oh shit we got to get this uh final fantasy 4 on super That's nintendo right. so they had to shift gears and make a brand new game and all the unused assets that were used for the original final fantasy 4 were used for five and uh that's why the story is so simplistic compared to four. And that's why the, the I mean that kind of makes sense because five looks a little simpler yeah. too. And four, yeah, four and sure. five look simple, and then you look at six, it's like holy shit. Um, yeah, six is, yeah. yeah I feel I feel like if they're gonna do an octopus style with any one of them, it's only six. Maybe maybe oh, four yeah. because you have the whole the giant comes to life. Like that would be cool to see, and there's like a lot of different facets to four. Four and six, I think, are the only ones. Like maybe just do five, just out, out of it because of like the cool, the job system stuff like that. Um, but I don't know. I just it feels weird. It was honestly, I think six is worthy of like the Final Fantasy VII remake. I wouldn't want it like like Absolutely. expand on that I game. Want that. And... 
like I t- not necessarily the 3D action RPG, but like diving more into that universe because like Seven, I mean, it's got great characters, but we've seen so much of that universe that's just unnecessary. Yeah, and that that yeah. whereas like the Final Fantasy VI universe is really cool, and the characters are also great. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like you don't need to do that because then you're gonna just overexpose the game and the game as it is have what i've played is already really good there's no reason to i mean like if any you know like if maybe a game that shows the 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 war beforehand or something or i don't know i i feel like everything you need to know is in that game you don't really need to explore yeah. anything but they did it with four and that was not necessary i've i've touched those they're they're definitely they're that's def- true. Yeah, yeah. Def- I guess that's not a good they're example. They're definitely not necessary. You just play four, and that's it. Yeah, it's almost as if Final Fantasy sequels, direct sequels, are not needed. Yeah, or prequels. Cough, cough. Final Fantasy Origin. Cough, I mean, cough. That might be. Why does wow. Jack look like a tool? I mean, that might be interesting. Um, the like. I wouldn't know the demo. Doesn't well, I mean, work. based off what we saw. I imagine it wouldn't be that the demo probably would have maybe been thirty minutes long if that, but like probably the combat looked fun. I I like the fact that hey you fight Garland from Final Fantasy One in like a Dark Souls as boss mm-hmm. fight, you know like he's not Garland he's Chaos. Uh, no, those are different characters. <laughs> and you fight Chaos and Garland. Yeah, but I I, I like that you know. So I know people are kind of hating on like. Oh, he looks angry and everything like that. And that's fine. But I, it, angry t-shirt, they, they did show in that trailer him having armor on. So they probably shouldn't have just shown him sure. his default stuff. But, like, you're going to get armor that looks cool and stuff like that. Yeah. The, the problem is, like, the characters look like wet blankets. So, like, regardless of how they end up being in the end, like, we have an established look for the Warrior of Light. Who is apparently now Jack, the most generic name you could give to a main character that looks that generic. Um, And then you have, you know, the the side characters, which realistically there should be four of them if they're going by Final Fantasy 1 standards of like a four-person party trying to give them personality, like have a fourth one. Well, this isn't a remake of 1, this is a prequel to 1. No, it's a prequel. So like... It doesn't have to be a four-person party. I'm just saying, like, that's at least a nod to the original. Yeah. Um, and it seems like this is taking some cues from Final Fantasy 15, which was also a four-person party. So why yeah. not? Have four generic-looking main characters. <laughs> How hard can it be to make one more? Very hard. At least make one of them the black mage. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sh- like the classic black mage. And I'm pretty. I mean, based on looking, I could be wrong. You're only going to be playing as, um, as Jack. Like you're not going to be playing. Yeah, I think yeah. There's your support, yeah. but I don't know. It's just like I was excited about the concept of this game, and I still think it like mechanically it looks great, but just visually everything about it looks so generic. Yeah. Like they couldn't have made more boring characters. And especially when it's supposed to be the same character, at least main character, for Final Fantasy 1. I don't know if the... Like, that's why I was wondering if it's a four-person party. Because, like, I don't know if the other characters are supposed to be, like, part of, you know, transitioning into Final Fantasy 1. Or if they're just going to get killed off and it's going to be just Jack remaining. I don't think 
is Jack? I mean, like he could be a warrior alive, but that doesn't mean he can he can't die or another warrior warriors of light come along. Because if it's a prequel, I think he's supposed to be the warrior of light. I don't think he is. I think that's the idea. Because hmm. the warrior of light artists, like, like you said, are a set of four people. You know, he. I don't know. There's a lot of unknown factors in this game, and it's it's kind of weird to tie it to Final Fantasy One, anyways. Because that game has like no story outside of Garland wants to destroy everything, which becomes like the big giant demon chaos at the end. So, which leaves it kind of open to interpretation. Yeah. I get yeah. that. So like he may not be a warrior, but like, he may just like Garland or Chaos, the creature Chaos killed somebody close to him, and he wants fucking revenge, and he's mad. Maybe. I have enjoyed the memes though, the Chaos memes. Yeah, um, my. my... And, like, the Sonic memes, where it's like, I'm here to kill Chows. Yeah, my friend um, <laughs> uh, is constantly just shouting chaos in our, our Discord. Just, like, every every time we mention <laughs> chaos, and just, chaos. Chaos control. Or, like, Eggman saying, chaos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I just... Uh, I like that it's Team Ninja. I think gameplay looks cool. I, just, I agree that it seems strange to tie it to Final Fantasy 1 because nothing about this looks like it should be. Except for the fact that Garland's yeah. in it. And you're supposedly playing as the canonical war, Warrior of Light. Yeah, Garland, Garland. Because I think, like, in Dissidia, the Warrior of Light's actual name is Jack, but I don't know for sure. I never even knew they had names, honestly. Um... Yeah, that's why I don't remember for sure. But I, I think I've heard that, like, somewhere, like, the, you know, the Warrior of Light from past spinoffs and stuff has been called Jack so that's why this character would be that one which I guess it could be like his dad or something yeah we... it's like in the highlight games where the main character is just named Jim yeah it's real generic um <laughs> but you know I'll, I'll take it I mean we didn't get a Final Fantasy 7 remake 2 that, trailer or anything yeah so. anybody was expecting that nope. was foolish there's no way they were gonna have anything ready to show this year we're fools, then. They could have at least given us, like, no. a tease. I mean, we, saw, been a we saw the first part. There's no way they have anything playable within, like, a year that they're ready to show off, like, to... They were working on it before part one ended, though. Like, there's there's uh, concept art and, like, kind of some models and locations and stuff that were found in a data mine of the first part. For areas that were not in that game, like you know later. Parts. Yeah, that's the question. My, my thing is, I don't. If if they were ready to show it, they would have showed it because they know that would have brought everybody to the to the crowd. And obviously, they yeah. they didn't have anything in a either playable state or a good enough state to where people would want, have it at the expectations where it should be. Especially considering they just released the PS5 version, so I don't think they have anything. Yeah. They don't have it ready. We probably won't hear anything about it at least another year and a half. If we're lucky. So we'll see. I mean, this is Square we're talking about. They showed us Kingdom Hearts 3 eight years before it came True. out. Yeah, especially Tetsuya Nomura's case where it'll take at least five years before uh, anything is shown. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I don't really want to like structure this because I want to just talk about our d- disappointments and stuff. Um, but let's try to kind of go conference to conference to keep track of what we've talked about. So, like, Microsoft. I didn't watch it live. I just kind of caught up in the announcements. But what did y'all think of Microsoft? Um, I thought I, I didn't watch. Unfortunately, I just didn't have the energy to join the gang live. 
Um, I watched mm-hmm. it with them though through the, through the stream, and I thought it overall uh, it was a good conference. Um, they had a, they they did a great job of unlike other conferences. Um, it was game after game after game after they showed a lot of stuff. Maybe not stuff I'm interested in. Well, on percent, there were a couple. There were at least two games I could tell you. I was excited. And, um, the Outer Worlds two having a reveal was probably going to be the win for me, just because I love the first one. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. So, too. Yeah, I was like, this is sarcastic. And the second I read, I saw that um, familiar logo. I was like, oh shit, it's the Outer Worlds two. Um, Forza mm-hmm. Horizon, like I. That game looks pretty, but I don't. It's just something I don't get. Um, I know I can get, I can play it on my on my Xbox now. It's just like you drive challenges. I feel like that would get old very very fast. Like there's no, there's not really replayability, but it still look. And I, I'm criticized just because I spent a lot of time on it. But overall, in terms of the stuff I did watch, because I didn't really watch a lot of the Sunday stuff because uh, I was out all day. But what I did see. Uh, of of the Microsoft stuff at least was very well put together and very interesting and then they were you know at least entertaining you know that Jack Sparrow update was looks pretty fun yeah 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 I think uh, out of all the conferences we've seen so far Microsoft definitely had the uh, most consistently good showing mm-hmm. like uh, like Ben said it was just uh, game after game and uh just like him, uh, there wasn't a lot of stuff I was particularly interested in. Uh, there were some passing glances like, oh, that's cool. Like uh, the whole Pirates of the Caribbean and Sea of Thieves. Like, uh, that was cool. Not playing it, but that's cool. Uh, what else was there? There was... Uh, I would have to actually look through the list and uh, see what the, actually they... Because I yeah. did stream this uh, <laughs> with uh, Thomas and Sully, but... I barely remember anything from uh, any of the conferences, aside from, like, a few standouts. Easy uh, can be overwhelming, and it's your first one with us, so I get it. Yeah. Uh, the only ones that I committed to memory uh, was uh, mostly stuff from uh, the Square conference, because mm. two of them were completely overblown and took up a bit too much time. Mm-hmm. The first one was for uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy game. Uh, yeah. Like... It looks cool. Um, not exactly a huge fan of uh, how the gameplay looks, per se. Uh, how the plants are constructed and all the different worlds and stuff. Like, that's that's actually well done. I, I was actually a fan of that. Uh, and I do like the interactions between all five of the Guardians. Like, uh, it has, like, this weird Mass Effect uh, tree where you can have uh, Quill interject with uh, different responses uh, to things like you can choose to like sell Groot or Rocket to uh, to like these alien dudes or whatever and I in the conference uh, proper uh, Quill just backpedals from uh, selling Groot uh, and uh, puts Rocket in the cage instead it's like come on dude but uh, yeah uh, that particular conference um for um, that game in particular, it was over 20 minutes. It went on a bit too long. Um, I imagine uh, the use of uh, using licensed music as a super state is going to get people DMCA'd to hell. Oh, yeah. So, not exactly sure how to feel about that. I mean, it does fit with Quill's character, but when it comes to actually streaming it or recording it, that's going to be problematic. 
But uh, yeah, that's pretty much uh, the main takeaways for me. Hmm. Okay. Um, very little of that was Microsoft, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I think a lot of this is going to be Microsoft and Square. That's the stuff you know, the stuff we have to talk about. Um, Ubisoft is in there too. Like I want to go back to them, but I'll stick with Microsoft right now. Um, I don't care about a lot of what Microsoft announced, but I love that they like were very confident with their announcements because, like, you know, a lot of people have said like they're the underdog, like their studio acquisitions and stuff are a def- desperate cry for exclusives and things like that. And it really feels like we're finally getting to the point where, like, their drought is ending. Um, and, like, we're yeah, going to start seeing... Like, most of the games they announced on there are all going to be on Game Pass, so... Yeah. That was cool. Game Pass Day 1, Xbox exclusive, which also means PC. Uh, and, like, it was just, there was a lot of confidence to it that showed, like, we're here to play. Um, like, you know, we're, we're not just the, the third runner-up now. Like, we've got Starfield... You know, you can only play Starfield here. Like, this big, noteworthy Bethesda game. We got it. Uh, they came out swinging with Halo Infinite multiplayer. Like, that looked great. Um, there's, they still seem a little hesitant to show off the campaign again. And I kind of get it. Like, they want to make sure that, like, it's solid. And still no before they show official that. release date, just holiday 2021. Yeah. But, like, it is coming this year. The multiplayer looked a lot of fun. Like, I love the way they, they showed off the grapple hook. Like, you know, grappling on to, uh, to enemy vehicles coming by and, like, being able to hijack them from the ground. Um, and, like, grabbing a weapon from a high perch and just immediately having it equipped. Just, like, there was some really cool stuff there with the traversal. And I think that's going to make... samurai armor, too. Yeah. I think it's going to make, like, Halo a, a genuine um, multiplayer threat again. Which it hasn't been for a while. I don't think yeah. even, like, the Master Chief Collection has done, like, super well in the competitive shooter. Yeah. Well, I mean, I... I tried playing online there once, and uh, it was super toxic, man. Like, oh, yeah. It it shied me away from ever playing that game online again. Yeah, and that's not surprising. Um, but yeah, I, I still want to see more from the, you know, the main game, but... Like, they're making some good decisions with the multiplayer, and that makes me excited. And I don't remember a lot else from them. Like, there was Redfall, which, sure, yeah, it just, it's just, uh, I'm not a big fan of vampires. Yeah, I thought it looked cool, but it was just a cinematic trailer, so kind of yeah. hard to gauge of what the game's actually going to be. It just felt like, oh, it's just going to be their version of uh, Left 4 Dead, you know, since... Kind of. But it's like it's an open world thing, so it's more like Skyrim with vampires, which Skyrim also has vampires. But that's beside the point. Skyrim doesn't um, have guns so, or crazy crazy powers like that, so it was unique. True, but like the the main thing that bummed me out was the known properties that we didn't see, like Fable or Perfect Dark, or um, they haven't done any of Perfect Dark for uh, years. Everwild. That's, that's not a surprise. Well, there was a there was a cinematic trailer like announcing that a new Perfect Dark was coming. Like last Game Awards was it? So sometime last right. year, we got a, a confirmation of a new Perfect Dark, mm-hmm. but it was just like a brief cinematic trailer. Oh, you're logo. yeah. So I wanted Maybe, more again. Probably yeah. nothing. Nothing to show. That's ready. Right. I mean, this was going to be a rough year. Like 
a lot of things are delayed um, or just struggling in development right now. I think Microsoft did the best they yeah. could, but it's just as excited as I was uh, to see them like do well with their conference. I didn't care personally about a lot yeah. of the announcements. I just thought they did, did a good job. Did Starfield get a release um, date or no? No. Yes, eleven. This 11. year. Yep. Wait, twenty-two. Okay. Yeah. No. Because I might, I might try that. I just remember eleven, eleven. I don't I mean, remember the year. It's Game Pass, so I'll have it. So. Thomas confirmed that. Okay, twenty twenty. Okay, yeah. I'll yeah. try it next year then. I figured there's no way it comes out this year because they didn't even show gameplay footage. They just showed like right. a weird thing. Very confident to have a release date for next year, like late next year. I don't think games usually do that. Yeah. Yeah. But they also love that Skyrim release date, it's you a, know. It's a banger. That eleven eleven is very popular with, with Microsoft. Yep. And Bethesda. But um Yeah, and then Ubisoft pretty meh for the most part um me and thomas and sully uh streamed that the first day i guess it was and the only thing that really got me hyped was the new rabbit or the new mario and rabbits game that looks great i love the the galaxy feel of it and i think it's going to have a lot more like uh world variety and stuff than the first Grant one Kirk did is composing the music again. there's apparently nine playable characters Grant Kirkhope is composing the music again yes Ooh. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. See, um, I, I they shut off a few of the characters, but like I thought there was like eight before, I don't wasn't there? Remember, I kind of there was like human Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Yoshi, and then there was rabid Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Yoshi. I think. I, I think there was a rabid donkey. That was in the there. expansion. No, that was that's... yeah, and he wasn't playable. He was a yeah. boss. Okay. See. I think, or I know people been. like this game, the first one, and it's like the one first-party Switch game I don't own. I every time I look at those rabbits, I just get super annoyed in the game, and like I just get like yeah. I don't want anything to do with you. And I'm, I'm sure the they're minions before yeah, minions. And I'm sure the, I know I know the That's game fair. is fine. I mean, shit, if I wanted to, like this is how I know I'm never gonna play the game. The game's been on sale since it came out for fifteen bucks. I've seen it. I've thought about it. I've never done it. It was on sale for $5 at the Ubisoft store. Yeah. I didn't grab it. So if that tells you, I just, I mean, I'm glad. What's funny is like gameplay and story-wise, I think you'd enjoy it a lot. Like the rabbits are a hurdle to yeah, get over. Yeah, that's, I think. But like actually playing the game is yeah, a lot of fun. I, like I'm, I'm pretty sure, and it looks like a much more fun version of XCOM because God, I hated playing XCOM yeah. because of how bullshit that game can be. Um, but like <laughs> this and this has that too. Yeah, and then that's all. But it's yeah, not as bad. and that's also a minor put up. But I just every time I just look at, I hate those character designs. They look annoying. They look loud. And I'm just like you know, yeah, they are just, They don't talk though. They just gesticulate and make a noise. Yeah, that's sounds. that's worse. Um, it's like it's yeah. like, I don't know. Um, I'm I'm glad people are happy. It's just it's just like that one switch one series I guess I'll never play. I'm surprised it took us this long to get a sequel. Maybe it was supposed to come out this year, but you know, the COVID kinda of put everything back. Um but Well it is coming out this no, year. You mean no, it's last coming year? Out next year, it's just twenty twenty two. Oh yeah, yeah, right. It's yeah. It was, I guess it was, I, I'm 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 gonna assume it was year, gonna yeah. come out this year, but it got pushed back due to COVID. So Yeah, that's fine. um I forgot they just dropped the 2022 on it. 
For some reason, I was thinking it was like soon. Like it was a quick turn. Want it to be soon? I mean, I kind of do. It looks like a lot of fun. And they said that they're expanding some of the um, the combat mechanics and stuff. Like, I think it's I think it's gonna be really solid. But I also, I mean, I loved the first one. Um, and it was just kind of cool to see a Mario game at the Ubisoft conference. Yeah. You know? Hey, if anybody wants to yeah, give me a copy, right. or maybe, maybe I'll make that a stream goal. If I if I hit this amount of Twitch subs, mm. I will stream fully Mario plus Rabbids instead of. Yeah. There you go. That's incentive right there. I mean, also it's like five dollars. If it's, it's still on it's sale, sold I might out. buy it for you. I, but... I actually legit tried to buy it just because it was only just to have it. Oh, okay. And it was already sold out, so I was like, eh, I guess it wasn't meant to be. Okay, it'll go on Fair sale enough. again. Yeah, I have a physical copy, but I didn't actually beat it, so I'm not going to give That's it to fine. you. Um, and I never played the DLC either. Uh, I heard good things, but I think it might actually have a rabbit Donkey Kong. Now that you mentioned it, because it's like. You take a limited party into the DLC. Yeah, because like, I remember seeing that specific spirit in Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yeah, if I remember correctly, it's Mario, Rabbid Peach, and Donkey Kong or Rabbid Donkey Kong. One of the one of the two. Because um, it's a it's three part it's three person parties, but you have you know more party members than that. But I think the DLC you're stuck with the one party. Um, but whatever. Anyway. Um, Ubisoft had a few other cool things that I don't remember offhand. They spent way too much time on, like, deep dives of, like, Far Cry 6, for example, without actually showing the gameplay or even who you play as. But they still spent a lot of time just, like, showing you um, how cool it is that they got Giancarlo as By Pizzino. the way, his <laughs> accent is atrocious. Like, I... I, I it's not I, amazing. I listen to it, I'm like... Because I know he's not actually, like, Latino... He just everybody is no he is biracial yeah but he's not like like me is what I'm saying so like that's why his accent sounds off so it's like couldn't he I don't I don't know like he, I, it just so it just sound, when he was trying to speak those he's like you can you, like black and Dominican or something I forget but you can the, tell Spanish is not part. like a thing he speaks is what I'm trying to say and right. like yeah. even Tyler's heard me speak Spanish or you've heard me speak Spanish like there's an accent that comes out um. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't help but just like wince at it, you know. And like, as far as I know, Far Cry, the more appeal of Far Cry isn't. And they've God, they've been doing this since Far Cry Three because they had that one good bad guy. And I thought the cult leader was fine, mm-hmm. but that's just a personal thing. But like, they keep riding that fucking train. Like, we just need that one bad guy, and people will love our game. And that's not true. Yeah, and they've got that like spin-off title that's just all the bad guys like sucking each other off or whatever. I I wasn't sure what that game was. I assume That sounds like it's a blood dragon thing. I assume there's a villain orgy though. Like they're all in love with how evil each other is. Um anyway, the other thing that looked really cool from Ubisoft was Riders Republic, which we were kind of making fun of at first for like the extreme sports of it all. But by extreme. the end we're like, all right, this actually looks like a lot of fun. I kind of want to play it. Because there's, like, like rocket hang gliding and, like, snowboarding and biking. Like, like extreme downhill biking. Um, yeah, there, there was some really neat stuff there. And it seems like they had about every crazy uh, thing you can, you know, put on your feet or hands except for skateboards. <laughs> like, they didn't want to touch that realm. 
but that's yeah. Tony Hawk's territory right there. Right. Um, but it kind of reminded me of like a like a goofy like arcade take on like Steep or the Crew, um, and I, I'm I'm kind of into it. Um, but yeah, Ubisoft was just okay. Like it wasn't a bad conference. It's just there wasn't a lot of excitement behind it because like it was either known quantities or things that had already leaked. And it's not their fault. Like I said, the the Rabbids game looked great. But I wasn't totally, like, surprised by anything there. Um, There's just some stuff that looked better than I expected. Um, Thomas says that the Battlefield game looked really cool, which technically leaked before E3, but I'll, I'll, I'll give it. Um, I don't care about Battlefield, but I liked the, the future aspect of it. Oh! There was that Tom Clancy game, too, that looked kind of cool at Ubisoft. Um, that was like a like alien invasion Tom Clancy game. Totally unnecessary. Like, this, you know, realistic shooter series going for aliens. But I was also kind of Sam into Fisher it. Sam Fisher versus Xenomorphs. Let's go. I wish they would have done something with Splinter Cell. <laughs> like, the, the thing that's made me the most mad about E3 is how bad it's been for our bingo card yeah though to be fair our bingo card was a bit tougher than it needed to be it was ambitious yeah even things that seemed like shoe-ins we didn't get it's just it's a weird year for e3 like most of the things we've gotten so far have been things we already knew about yay like moving ahead a little bit to capcom they didn't show anything new, right? And which one? Nope. Like, they didn't even show that leaked Mega Man mobile no, game. No, it was... It, I mean, they, they told us what was going to be there. Um, though I think the worst part of it was that the Resident Evil 8 stuff, the Village stuff, it was just an announcement that DLC is coming, not anything specific, yeah. as we figured. I mean, granted, the game's only out a month, but, you know, get probably a pandemic reason. I'm going to put that on that that they didn't have anything planned because I know with 7 like immediately we got like those DLCs like immediately so um like I think that was the worst part of it but I mean like the Monster Hunter update was a very small one it's pretty much just a crossover promotion with Monster Hunter stories um so like it was it felt like it felt like I don't know why Capcom felt they needed to shell out money for this when they could have just done like a they, they do Monster Hunter only like streams they do um, Resident Evil, they've done even Resident Evil only stuff, like presentations so just, like to have nothing, they didn't have, I mean granted they told us what they were going to have the Ace Attorney stuff, uh, the Great Ace Attorney stuff does look cool um, and I know I'm ha- I'm yeah. happy for and I'm, I've played the first three, this one looks interesting, I, I could probably play this one without playing the third one because I never beat the third one but, but yeah, like that was probably the best part of it because it showed gameplay of that. Sh- I, I, I assume, because i never seen any footage on it, that it was going to play like the other ones, but it doesn't. There's a whole different aspect to it. Um, I, I, apparently this is on the 3DS, but they did a great job of up it and making sure the models were appropriate, so good job on that. Um, like It, it looks mm-hmm. nice. Uh, it has a nice presentation to it. Um, it just like That was the only thing. I, I kept waiting... And, like, the worst part is, like, they ended... The second worst part, besides the Resident Evil one, was, like, they ended on eSports stuff that didn't amount to anything <laughs> other than, yeah. like, hey, guys, we're doing stuff. And, like, 
Okay, um, I think that's the weirdest part, is that, like, you guys had, I mean, sure, you told us what to expect, and I didn't get my hopes up, but, like, why be there? Unless E3 came to them on, like, or whoever, whatever the thing that runs E3, the ESRB, whatever, the ESL, I don't know what it's called, um, uh, ESA, yeah, um, they came to them like, hey, could, would you be interested? Like, here's money. Come be our presentation. That's the only reason I can think of, and they, they got what they had because they, they maybe they don't have anything else. They don't have a Mega Man game in development. They don't have an X game in development. They don't have anything um, that they want to show at least. So um, obviously, we know about that leak that happened late last year. But you know, it just it just felt like sour grapes. Like I wasn't expecting MVC two release. I wasn't expecting any of that. But I still felt a little like, well, that was. Just didn't seem like worth watching, even though it was only thirty minutes. Even even the monster. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a good point. Honestly, is like, you know, my my biggest thing is like, why did all these companies like Take Two, for example? Why did all these companies take the time to you know promote that they're having a conference and stuff when they have nothing to show? Like Take Two is just literally like an internal is- Zoom call between investors. But they still held it as, you know, this is our conference, like, who knows what yeah, we'll show. Yeah, that's something that would... And, like, the, the Coke Interactive thing was, like, they had a, a web address that said, like, we know something you don't. And it was just an investor's call. Like, there was no gameplay at that entire thing. And, like, what did they know that we don't know? Yeah. Like, that would be something... Like, so there's a lot of that like, this That would year. be something, like, that would happen, like... Like, at a panel at a, a convention or something. Like, come check out what Catcom's doing. Yeah. You know, or, like, a booth. But, like, I don't know, just... God. So, yeah, maybe E3 reached out. They're like, we need... Like, Sony's not going to be here. EA's not going to be here. Like, we need filler. What do you have? And they're like, I mean, we can talk about our, our post-launch plans for some games people already know yeah, about, like, I guess. I, kinda, like, like, I, sure. I mean, like... Half an hour? Yeah, Let's book I kind of... I was hoping for, like, more... Like, it was... Like, I was kind of, like, hoping... Granted, Monster Hunter just had a big three-point update, so I wasn't expecting any huge, but I was... I don't know what I was expecting, but, like, it just felt, like, very... Okay. This is, like... Like, they could... I mean, like... I'm surprised they didn't use this time to at least... Maybe not show gameplay, but at least reveal who the final character is for Street Fighter V. Because we still don't know who that yeah. character is, and God, if it's not a guest party. If it's just another... Um... Street Fighter character who hasn't been here around, like, see Viper, I'm like, that's just the biggest waste of some of our lives. So, like, I don't know. It feels, like, weird. And maybe they, again, maybe, like, not even... Watch it be Rufus. God, the internet's gonna burn. Um, <laughs> but, like... I don't know if he's having no, Rufus. No, no, there's a fat guy named Rufus in Street Fighter 4. Um, oh. he's, he was very good, but... Final Fantasy 7 Rufus would be kind of no. cool. Um, That'd be sick, um, actually. Yeah. yeah. No, like, yeah, I, I would've... They could, I think, because I think Capcom knows who the final character is. Like they could have at least shown character art or something of who that is or who, what they are. A silhouette with that. an announcement. Yeah, but like, no, just it just felt so soulless, you know. Yeah. It's like that one uh, quote from Malcolm in the Middle. I expected nothing, and I'm still yeah. disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of expecting nothing and still being disappointed, what about Square? I mean, Ooh. like, um, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy game looks fun. I'll defend that game. I'll, I'll be that guy. 
Like, okay. I'll legit, like, it's coming to Xbox One, and I, it didn't say anything on PC. I just didn't notice, so this is coming to console. It's probably coming to PC. But they didn't say, like, who knows. But I, I mean, like, I know some people were mad, like, oh, I want to play as Gamora, but, like, considering how, and I don't think it's the same studio, but considering how they saw how bad, and I'm going to say that, emphasis Avengers was with mixing, matching those different Rude. game styles with, it didn't, nothing really felt cohere, cohere, um, cohesive with that game, at least initially, until it finally got its, until, uh, like, way while, so I think it's a smarter decision to, like, let's just work on this, get this working, and then work off from there, and then, you know, have, and then, like, have the Guardians be, like, Blades and Xenoblade Chronicles 2, where, like, they're, you command them with buttons. I think it looks fun. I think, I love visually how it has a lot of color. Like, I wish... Avengers look like this. Um, the colors yeah, right. look look phenomenal. The the worlds look expressive. Like you know, like every like I like the character designs. I like how they didn't look. Like, I don't, I like how Star Lord and Gamora don't look like Zoe Saldana and Chris Pratt. Like, I don't like how Star Lord looks like Jake. That's Paul. that's that's fine. That's a criticism. But I like that they don't they didn't try to like trick people into like this is not Chris Evans. This is not Robert Downey Jr. This is not Mark Ruffalo. Right. They look like they're a comic. Yeah, kind of exactly. Parts. This is not Dave Batista, you know. So I, I, I like that. I like the banter. Like they nailed, they nailed the the fun banter from the movies and from the comics. So, um, yeah, I'm. That's probably like next to Outer Worlds, like my game of the show, like my like, whatever it's called. Like because it just looks like a fun Marvel game, and considering how much I hated Avengers, um, like I want to play a fun Marvel game that's not Ultimate Alliance three. Uh, so, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll... Fair. Two, uh, two little corrections before, like, my thoughts on Guardians. Um, it is not the same studio as Avengers. It's actually the Deus Ex people. Okay. Um, which I think is where some of that, like, choice dialogue stuff comes in. I never asked for this. Yeah. And, yeah. um... What was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, no. Uh, I don't remember the other thing. But... My my biggest problem with it, like I think it looks fine graphically and everything. Um, I don't necessarily like all the character designs, but my biggest problem is I think all the guys sound the same. Yeah, like it sounds like one voice actor doing three different voices, and like, like I don't know. I imagine that was the case uh, with the uh, shorter time constraint. Yeah, but it's just hard when like there's not subtitles on screen, and like it's just. You know, sometimes when you emphasize things in a certain way, you do a slightly different voice, and so it's like you can't always tell who is bantering with who. And then Gamora chimes in, <laughs> who obviously sounds different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Drax, uh, Rocket, and Star Lord all kind of sounded very similar, and I wasn't a super big fan of that. Um, but yeah. the game looks fine. It wasn't. It it didn't like thrill me or anything. Um, and I'd like to see them do something like, oh, this is what I was going to say. Uh, I'd like to see them do something like in Final Fantasy 15, where like when the game first came out, you could only control Noctis, but like they put out an update or an expansion or whatever that, you know, other than giving the, the other party members their own episodes, um, also let them be controlled in your party. So like you could swap between party members and make any of them active. I think they could do something kind of like that here. 
I don't know if they will because it seems like they're they're very specific on like we want you to control Star Lord, but I'd like to see that even if it's just like expansion stuff where it's like you know this expansion piece is the Gamora episode or whatever, and then you know go on from there. Do you have any thoughts on Guardians time? Oh, I already said my uh, two cents earlier. Okay. Um, I mean, what I thought was really good about Square, I mean, there was very little, but um, what I really yeah. liked was the Wakanda stuff for Avengers. Because I still like that game and say it's solid. Um, and the Wakanda expansion looks fantastic. Like, it's actual, like, post-game content. Like, a new area to explore. A, an expansive new story. Uh, Black Panther looks great. I love that he's voiced by Christopher Judge. Like, yeah, there's a lot of like it, it feels like they came strong with that because that's probably going to make or break the game. Honestly, um, if it doesn't do well, I don't see there being a lot more. Like, I don't I don't see there being much more of a roadmap after Wakanda, and that's a bummer. Yeah, definitely no Spider Man if this doesn't do well. Well, I think they'll do Spider Man. I think they will. They will do all of their current obligations and then just kind of quietly sunset the game. Like, okay. you know, maybe support updates and things like that, but not like major new content packs. But they also have like, a, I didn't get a lot of information out of it, but like the new cosmic cube mission. Um, With the science is supreme. Yeah. seems kind of cool. Like it's, it's dumb that it's still just Monica Rambo again. Or, no, not Monica Rambeau. What's her name? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't played that The, the leader of AIM. I don't remember her name. Modoc. No. The female leader of AIM. That's um, the sexy one. Modoc's a more... A part of uh, the, the... Monica Rappuccini, I think yeah. his name is. Um, I will say... Okay. Anyway. I did appreciate... This. I'll say one good thing about it. Because I generally don't... You know how I feel about... You know how I feel about Avengers... Uh, I like that they made Claw seemingly a sentient uh, uh, sound person when he's all giant. Like at least that's how I interpret it. Because like, mm. like that's yeah. the one thing I hated about Avengers. It's like it's too fucking re- grounded in its realism, and it doesn't have that fun Marvel stuff. Besides, like the fucking giant, sen- not Sentinel thing at the end or the Kree Sentry. Um, spoilers, sorry. Yeah. Um, but like seeing Claw be a giant sentient sound person which is what he becomes in the comics that's i'll admit that's cool like that's that having that's having fun it's even the marvel universe but i can play it i mean there's some really neat stuff in the post game too like when you go to uh, like the future imperfect i think is a really cool area and like the the boss fight with maestro and like there's some great comic stuff in there um yeah i mean wakanda looks really solid i'm excited yeah um, and I think I think Black Panther is going to be a lot of fun to play too. He probably won't be my main because he seems more more melee focused, but they did a good job with him. Um, yeah, it'd be something that I'd be interested in if I gave a shit about playing this game. Fair. Although I mean, you know, if you wanted to pick it up on PS Five, like you have a you have a play. Game. I could. Um, the next gen version is real good. Yeah, you. Like, my biggest problems with, like, the loading times and the frame rate and stuff like that, all fixed. It's buttery smooth, and, you know, you could just focus on how fun the combat system is. Um, even if the game is still fun, grindy. He says. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hey, find a subjective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut your whore mouth. Um, but aside from that, Square didn't really have much to show. We already talked about Final Fantasy Origins. That Babylon Fall um, game looks and... awful. I oh, already yeah, forgot what that is. Live, the live service Platinum game. That makes me sad. Because not only does it confirm that uh, we probably won't be seeing anything on Bayonetta 3, but this is what they've been working on in the offset. I mean, they do work on multiple games at once. But I think, if anything, it means that they've made a lot of progress on Bayonetta 3 and can segment the team into something else. We'll see, I guess, but... I just the second I saw it live service, I'm like, "Fuck this game!" I just like, yeah, I don't get it. It's it's probably more square, even though Avengers is a live service and that bomb like crazy. Like this is, mm-hmm. I mean, like, I get every once in a while you want to have like that one big title that we want people to play more of, but like. There's too many of them. There, there. There's gonna, there's gonna be a point. Maybe we've already hit it. There's gonna be a point when the the live service games are just gonna eat each other, and it's just, it's just not. And then like, no, they're not gonna make them anymore. Which that'll probably be better for it. Yeah. Well, we talked These about that during. I think it actually was during the Square show. Eat each other. Sorry. I was what? Making a dark night. I was making a Dark Knight reference. Oh okay. Um, I think we talked about it during the Square show. It's like. Everyone wants to have their version of the next big live service game. And you never know which one's going to succeed. I mean, like, you know, you can look at, like, Overwatch. That kind of came out of nowhere and took over everything. And nothing has been able to unseat it. But, like, how do you know which one is going to succeed until you make it and put it out into the world and see how people react to it? So everyone wants their, you know, their piece of their live service pie. But there's also just not enough people to play all of these together. So you're going to get a segment of the audience no matter what. Um, because they're not going to drop this live service game they love to play this new one. Unless it really makes a, a, a dent. Um, like if you look at you know PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, like that was huge. And then Fortnite came out and just ate its lunch. And like... PUBG is still out there, it's just not nearly as big anymore. Um, so I understand all of these companies wanting to put out these live service games. But we are going to reach the point of no return. Yeah. But how do you really know like, when that is? Because some of them keep doing really well. <laughs> um... Yeah, and then there were some indie showcases that had some really cool stuff, but I don't remember titles that well when it comes to those. Because a lot of it's like uh, like quicker, uh, you know, just little trailers and they move on. But one that we had posted multiple times and, and talked about was like kind of a, like a Destroy All Monsters game with like original uh, kaiju creatures in it, and it looked really cool. Um, ben, do you remember the name of that one? Uh, was it War of the Monsters? No. It was like... Uh, ba- ba- uh, you just posted it earlier tonight. Trying to find it. Um, I mean, me. Yeah. Gigabash. It? That's it. 
Yeah, it's basically like a four-player brawler with, um, you know, original characters all, like, running around the, the cityscape, um, like, picking up buildings and throwing them, or just, like, suplexing each other, you know, whatever. Uh, but, I don't know, it had a lot of charm to it. And I loved, like, the, the snail, the giant snail creature just picking up a building with its, like, uh, eye stalks and throwing it at the bad guys. <laughs> That's hilarious. It, it's it's pretty cool. And there was, like, a cool, like, uh, robot guy that I really wanted to play as. He had a beam sword and everything. Nice. Yeah. Um, but it kind of reminded me of the arcade games uh, that are, like, you know, royalty-free monsters in a, in a battle arena. Um, they were the SNK games, right? Maybe. I want to say that's more of the monsters, actually. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I think so. Because I really like those. And there's, like, you know, not Godzilla fighting not King Kong. And there's not Ultraman. And there's, like, you know, all these different characters that look just different enough... To pass copyright. Yep. Um, yeah, and then there was Happy Game, which is a really... It's a, it's a nice feel-good uh, 2D side-scroller platformer thing. Um, it's great. It, it, it's hard to explain. You just have to look up the trailer. It, it seems like... It seems really cute and wholesome. Um, and... Like I said, there was a few others I really liked. I just can't remember the titles offhand. Uh, they announced uh, River City Girls too. Oh, yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. I missed the stuff today. So yeah, there was that, and then there was like the Blood, Blood Rain uh, remaster, which, like, how old was that original game? Uh, the original Blood Rain, I think, came out in 2001. Was it a side-scroller, 2D side-scroller? Okay. No, it wasn't. No, I, yeah, I mean, like, like the... Well, Justin's saying remaster, but this is, I think this is a new game. No, it's, it's a... It says remaster okay, on it. I remember it. Blood Rain being a... But I don't really know, like, I don't... It, it doesn't look if like anything I've seen before. If it's a 2D game on, like, uh, the PS3 store and the 360 market, um, I think it came out in, like, 2011-ish? Maybe earlier than that? Uh, this remastered version of the 2D hack and slash, class, hack and slash classic. Yeah, I don't... So, yeah, it's... Yes, okay. It's a remaster, but I don't really know... Like, where it came from or anything. Uh, but it looks great. Like, I... Well, it's way forward, so... It kind of gives me that Castlevania style. Yeah, it's way forward, so they're gonna do a good job um, of it. Yeah. Yay. Um, and also, like Tyler said, they announced River City Girls 2. Um, it's gonna have online co-op, unlike the second one. The first one didn't have, which kind of killed the game, I think, for a lot of people. Um, yeah. but also River, they're going to bring River City Girls Zero, which apparently was a, uh, Super NES, uh, Famicom game because we never got it in America. Um, they're going to bring that with like a new wow. opening and stuff like that. So you'll play as like basically the, oh, I didn't even know there was a River City Girls for this, for the, for the Famicom, for the Super Famicom at least. So that's, neither did I. So, so that's cool. Yeah, cool. I mean, way forward, still chugging. That's, that's great. You know, before they were just the Shantae company and, now they got, mm-hmm. you know, obviously still Shantae, but then they got a couple of other projects going around. They had Contra 4, Double Dragon Neon. 
I thought you were going to keep going, but... Um, I couldn't remember any <laughs> other notable okay, points. Cool. Other than Shantae, Switch, Mighty Switch Force games, they have the Mummy the Master. Yeah, they, they've, they've gotten have quite a pedigree now. Mm, Mummy the Master, yeah. yeah. That was so, a pretty good one. I look forward to River City Girls 2. I, I should probably beat the first one um, at some point. Mm-hmm. But actually, Whenever I like, get fully vaccinated, we should play that game uh, before the second one yeah. comes out, my dude. There you go. Um, like I said, I can't remember all the all the games, but I actually recommend checking out the Future Games show. It was it was just kind of fun. Like there wasn't big names or anything there, but it was a fun presentation hosted by Troy Baker and Laura, Laura Bailey. Um, and it was a lot of indie titles, but like it moved quick, and it was just it was a very unique showcase in the middle of a lot of just like kind of bland like investor calls and things like that yesterday um like i said there was nothing that super stood out i just thought it was a it was a fun time to watch um i just i wish i could remember like i said i could look them up but eh. i don't want to take the time for that um but yeah is there anything else do we want to kind of do a like a last minute prediction for nintendo in the morning That will be totally irrelevant by the time this comes out. There's probably most stuff going to be at least one Smash reveal. I am pretty sure oh, yeah. of it. If they announce, I'm gonna laugh them, when there's not. That'd be super fucking crazy. I'm but gonna laugh be cool. if there's not. Yeah, it would be funny, but when it comes, as I go for any of these uh, Smash reveals, if it happens, I'm gonna go with the super low uh, expectation mode. Like, if it's hype. Cool, my day is made. But if it's disappointing, then uh, you know, day is ruined. I think we're gonna safe bet. We're gonna get a Skyward Sword look, Mario Golf look, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. and then indie stuff for sure. And then that's Mm -hmm. that's all I that's all I think is guaranteed. I don't I don't think we're gonna get Bayo three news. I don't think we're gonna get Battle nope. Three news. I don't think we're gonna get part. I'm so I'm fifty fifty on Breath of the Wild news just because of how E three's been. Like, like if yeah. we get if they open up with it, then I'm like, okay, what's the stinger? Then I'll get excited. But I don't think we're gonna get anything Breath of the Wild two news. I really don't think so. Yeah, with how E three has been so far, um, it's been really good at subverting all our expectations in so. a bad way. Yeah, well, here's the problem. Like, Microsoft, like I said, had a really good conference where they announced a lot of surprises and things like that. Sony wasn't there, so you don't have the other big three to to reference off of. Nintendo is the last one. So, like, Microsoft of the big three was really solid. It's just a lot of the third parties that didn't have anything to show. So I still have faith that Nintendo could be good. And I think we'll get at least one surprise, even if it's underwhelming. There will be one thing we're not yeah. expecting. I've, I mean, like, That's fair. I'm hoping it's a 2.5D Metroid, but most likely it'll be Kirby or you know whatever Retro's been working New Super on. Mario New Super Brothers. Mario Brothers, yeah, yeah. It's um, <laughs> like you know Retro was doing something before Metroid Prime yeah. Four, so that, maybe they'll finally announce what that maybe was. Maybe the surprise is that Donkey Kong game that that the right. rumors going around. Um, I think that was a, 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 a. I think that's one of those plant leaks to try to figure out who's leaking shit. That's what I think that was. Probably. Um, but, but like, will 
we'll definitely get known quantities. You know, things we already like deeper dives on things we already know about. I don't think they'll spend a lot of time on Skyward Sword because it comes out next month. Um, it I think they'd this be month, actually no July, July. Like, mm. Yeah, July. Oh, it comes out in July. I thought yeah. it was this month. Okay. I was gonna say I've got we'll, enough things. We'll this probably month. get <laughs> that the new Mana game or the remake is coming out next month. So maybe we'll get a look at that. Oh, yeah, Legend of Mana. Showed up. Yeah, they show that in the so like a snippet. So maybe we'll get a deeper look. Um, there. Maybe. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm just saying, like, as far as Zelda's 35th, like, you know, there's been very little news about that yet. I think we'll be more likely to get Breath of the Wild 2 than, like, a deep dive into Skyward yeah. Sword. Um, as for, like, hopefuls, like, uh, give me a, a Zelda trilogy HD collection with Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, Ocarina of Time. Sorry, Majora's Mask, you don't make the cut. Um, I don't know. Um... Maybe they'll shadow drop some more. Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask seems more likely to bundle than Ocarina of Time by itself with other games. No, I... Yeah. But then again, they put, you know, a Mario 3D collection without Mario Galaxy 2, there so who knows. That's, that's my reasoning. Um, <laughs> just because it's a mainline game versus Majora's Mask is like a black sheep for them, I guess. Um, I mean, it's a better game. That's... Yeah. Uh, I could see them doing the Oracle remakes. I don't... See, you say that, but I don't want it to look like Link's Awakening. That's my only problem with that. Because... I think they could look similar. Like, use that as a base, but have it more of, like, a watercolor. I, I don't think... Ninten- Nintendo doesn't experiment with stuff like that unless it's Yoshi or Kirby. They don't do that shit with Mario or Zelda, typically. So I think if they... D- I mean, I'd argue that Link's Awakening was an experiment in the first place. Like, that art style is drastically different from anything I guess, else but it's not that yeah. it's not like a watercolor thing i don't think they'll do that but the thing is i because i don't like that art style that direction so i if they do remake the oracle games into like one game number one they have to get a, a sign up from capcom because capcom helped made those games uh so yeah. well, yeah. that also has to happen but i would be like i think if that happens i would be like okay sure but like i I probably won't get it just because I don't like the art style. Um, and just like... Fair enough. I actually think the HD Link's Awakening is very true to the original game's art style. Just Yeah, because it was just Game Boy uh, sprites. I'm not going to get into that here, but... Uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's just... Um, I don't think they'll do that. I, I don't think we're going to get any Zelda handheld remakes. I think they'll just concentrate on the main... 3D ones, because that's, I mean, they, that's, I just think that's what we'll get. Um, or just straight ports. Yeah. Like, um, like a, like a handheld collection of the Oracles and Minish Cap Yeah, or that something. would probably be the, the, the easiest one. Like, co-ported by a Capcom, because all three of those yeah, are Capcom. That, that would probably be the, 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 the most logical thing. I really hope we see much from him for like I feel like it's been in development enough yeah. to like not just a cinematic trailer show us something because God that's easy trailer while great at the time you know especially launch here the switch launch like yeah we're getting Metro Metroid again I feel like they have to show that I feel like it's put up or shut up now um, if if it doesn't I'm gonna say this yeah. right now if it doesn't get announced tomorrow I'm gonna I'm just gonna say it doesn't exist just like with the Prime trilogy. Just because I'm like, well, it's it's not it's obviously not here, so 
It literally becomes the Kingdom Hearts 3 of Nintendo Pretty games. Much. Yeah. It kind of already yeah. is. Well, Bayonetta 3 really is. But that's, a, that's a third party. That's a third party handling it. You know, that's not, that's not like, because that's like, they're, it's not like Nintendo's like in on that. They just, they're just publishing it. But I mean, Kingdom Hearts 3 is kind of like, it's, it's Square first party, but it's Sony third yeah. party. So it's kind of that same idea. Um, but I, like, my Gatorade get hype would be like an actual trailer for Metroid Prime 4 with them basically saying like, you know, this is all we have to show right now. Trust us, development's coming along nicely. Um, you know, we're, we don't have a release window for it. Maybe next year, but they probably wouldn't even say that. Um, but in the meantime, and then they announced that the Prime Trilogy HD is available now. I'll be on the train by that point, and I'll all of a sudden feel a disturbance. Like, what the fuck was that? And it's just reverberating. I told you, Ben. I, if that happens, I'll legit, I'll legit <laughs> yep. be like happy for you. Um, if that happens, and for me, because like I wouldn't mind playing those games like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I would also kind of cry if it's available now because I'm like. I still have Ratchet and Clank and Final Fantasy VII. No. They're not. They're <laughs> not going to do that. No. That shit would have been data mine. Because you know I would drop everything to replay. That the shit would have been data mine already if it was like, in the system already. We would have already known if it was in there or not. Um, or something. I don't know. They've done it before. They did that with Fortnite. That's how we found out Fortnite was going to be on the Switch. It's because it was data mined. So. Well, yeah, but I'm saying they've done the you know available now stuff before that people didn't True. know about. So. Like, I can't think of anything, because, like, it's only Nintendo. I don't, like, I know we're probably going to get some third-party stuff, but I can't think of, mm-hmm. I, you know what would be really cool, and I would do, absolutely double dip if, if EA announces the Mass Effect collection for Switch. Like, I would I would lose my shit if that happened, because I would That'd love to cool. play that game anyway. I'd pick it up that way. They might. I mean, it wouldn't look as good, but they could do a lot of the improvements oh, yeah, on yeah. there. I mean, the fucking PS3 old, like, 2007-era games, you know, one of them, last one came out in 20... 2012. That was a Wii U game, so I'm. For, I know it can run on the Switch, even though like it's slightly better textures. I can downgrade it a little bit. Well, no, I'm saying like the the remastered side of things. Like they wouldn't be able to do everything that the yeah, remasters that's fine. include. That's perfectly fine. But it would still look better yeah. than the originals. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we'll probably get some more Mario and Rabbids information. I hope not. Uh, maybe like actual like gameplay overview oh, stuff. God. But I don't know. I'm going to be watching it in the morning. I'm, it's nice I'll be able to see it live. Um, yeah, same. You know, kind of quietly, uh, not oh. with, not on on Twitter. Uh, here's 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 actually <laughs> my big wish, because uh, I know it's in development, so it's a real thing. Panzer Dragoon's Way remake. Uh, I would love to see like a snippet of that, Ooh. and then Justin's going to feel a reverberation from me when I'm on the train. I'm going to get hit off the train for being a disturbance. Um, so yeah, that's, I know they've talked about it and I don't know how much progress they've made on it, but I would love to see like something similar to when Panzer Dragoon just dropped, um, or was showcased. So give, give me that and I'll be happy. I do work near the train station. So I assume they all, you know, kind of connect to each other. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. I, th- I think that's like I just I just want I spent all year waiting for Nintendo's E3 specifically like I don't really care about the others if they're a disappointment it's whatever um, as long as as long as Nintendo doesn't disappoint yeah um, 
So they're we'll the see. last bastion of hype at this point. Right. See, that's I think. Help us, Nintendo. You are our only hype. I think that's the mistake <laughs> people are making. Is that I think it's going to be very mid. That's what I'm going with it. If not, I'm not expecting a lot. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm saying. I'm not even expecting Breath of the Wild two to be there because of COVID. They're, they like I don't even know why last time they came out and said you're probably thinking we're out here for Breath of the Wild two. Like why even mention it? Outside of showing Skyward Sword, don't even bring up Breath of the Wild two. But if we get Breath of the Wild two, that'll be the highlight. If we get a if we get a release date, that'll be even better. But I don't think that'll happen at all. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I'm tempering my expectations. It's just what I'm sharing here is what I'd love yeah. to see. I don't expect any of it. <laughs> yeah, my expectations are super low as well. So. Yeah. All right. I think we can. I think we can call it there. We're at about the two-hour mark. That's pretty good. Um, so I keep forgetting I'm hosting. I just kind of go quiet and then wait for something to happen. Um, but, Ben, uh, where can people find you? Um, you can follow me at twitter.com slash marvelousiggy. Um, I do stream. Uh, I might be back this coming week by the time this episode's out, but we'll, we'll see how I'm feeling at this point. Um, and that's at twitch.tv slash iggy2814. Um, and I stream usually three times a week at Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesdays, all at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, that's it for now. Uh, I know I said last time I was here I was going to work on the Blastoise video. I'm not working on anything right now. There's, I'm not going to give any kind of, I'm, that's even, I'm not even going to do Blastoise anymore. Um, what I'm going to work on next is going to be very personal, but I don't know when. I'm going to do it because it's going to take a lot out of me. I already know it. Uh, but, yeah, look for that. Um, just follow my Twitter for updates on my streams. I, I don't want to be gone too long, but it's a lot right now. Understandable. Ty, how about you? You can follow me on t- Twitter at hey it's that Ty. Uh I also stream uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses every Sunday at 7 Central Standard Time. Uh, that's been going pretty well so far, I think. Uh, you can also check the pinned tweet, uh, to check out my YouTube channel, where I do a video review series called Tiger Shoes Reviews. I am currently working on the next one, and progress on it has been interesting, to say the least. Uh, can't wait to share that with the world. (laughs) Uh, you can also check out, uh, all the stuff that, uh, Justin and I, that we've all made on, uh, chargeshot.com. Specifically, Atomic Chart, where Justin and I take a look at bad monster movies made by the Asylum. And you can also check out Atomic Shot, where Ben and I have looked at nearly every Godzilla movie ever made. So, yeah, that's all I got. Great. Uh, and on the note of Atomic Shart, there won't be a new episode the week of this podcast. Um, just thinking about, you know, when it'll come out to the people. <laughs> Because we failed, and you know, E three has been taking out a lot of a lot out of us and stuff. So yeah, we didn't record anything this week. Um, but you can find my other stuff uh, on Twitter or YouTube or Twitch if you look for Zero Score. Um, I just put out the second part of my Ratchet and Clank retrospective on the PS three games, um, which. I enjoyed quite a bit, actually, because I have less, like, nostalgic fond memories of those than I did the originals. 
So I just I went in a little bit more blind and a little bit more critical, um, and actually found myself enjoying them quite a bit, uh, despite some of the negativity. So, yeah, it's 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 been an interesting project, um, and I'm excited to review um, uh, Rift Apart next. Whenever that happens, <laughs> the game's longer than I thought it would be, um, yeah. and then like I said, I I stream um, this show. On Monday nights, and then also uh, on Thursdays. Um, not this Thursday. I'm going to take the week off because E3 has been a lot. Um, I realized, like, I realized last week, I said I was going to take off because we're doing E3 stuff, and I'm like, oh wait, there's no like, it doesn't continue into Thursday. But it's just it's it's a a lot to deal with, and I don't want to go live another night. Um, but next week I will be, um, or I guess the week this podcast goes out, whatever. I will be starting Final Fantasy VII Remake on my Twitch, and it'll be fun. Yeah. I assume. Um, so, check that out. And for everything else, uh, go to chargeshot.com for all of our written, video, audio, all of our content, um, including everything we've done for E3, as well as, you know, past podcasts, uh, future podcasts, and everything in between. Um... I don't know what else to say here. Uh, we're oh, we're also on Twitter at the Charge Shot, um, YouTube as you know, Charge Shot. I feel like you've got the gist by now. <laughs> I don't get it. And that's it. I am a bad host. So until I next time, worse. nah. Until next time, stay charged, folks. <laughs>